Studio. Hey, really quickly, just wanted to let you know that the Inspiring Talk podcast is now available in video format on YouTube. If you'd like to watch this conversation, you can head on to our YouTube channel, Bizay Gautam. While you are at it, show us some love and subscribe to the channel so that you won't miss the upcoming episodes. I'll put the link in the description of this episode. I think whatever we can think in this brain is possible. This brain is wired in a way that you cannot think what is not possible. I just ask myself, how can I do it? And my brain just gives me answers. Money is not some magical paper that can just come into your bank account. It is exchange of value. You give value, you get value. And that is that is what money is. Don't ever save money. Because money that you save, like it's value being wasted in a bank. If you're just surviving on the money, you should not be saving money. You should invest all that money in yourself, your body and your mind. From Wine Studio, you are listening to The Inspiring Talk, a show where I bring the conversations with today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you take your life, business and career to the next level. Welcome back to another episode of The Inspiring Talk podcast. I'm super excited to be joined by Shlok Srivastav. Shlok runs one of the largest tech YouTube channels called Tech Burner. He has more than 9.5 million subscribers. In this episode, I try to decode how Shlok Srivastav thinks. And one thing that really stuck with me is how he aims for the best and goes all in to make sure that it happens. And that's the mindset that you should be taking back from this episode as well. And throughout this episode, you will realize how driven Shlok is and how committed is he in making things happen. And for me personally, I loved that hustler, that go and get things done kind of attitude. And no wonder that he has built such a massive following. And not only that, he has built businesses on top of that. He is more than a content creator, a businessman. And that's the side that you'll get to explore in this episode. Let's get started. Slok, welcome to the show. We have met several times before and uh, every time it was a very positive conversation and uh, I got a lot of insight from you uh, and the people you have met. So yeah, very excited. Let's let's go. So Shlok, you said that you you are arrogant or that's something that you said like, you know, hey, hey, as a person, like I have a very strong self-image, which is a great thing. But also you said like, you know, I have this very strong personality, but I have met you, like you said, right? Third time I'm meeting you this time. That never shows up, that never comes out. And which I've always found that you are very humble. I have met with a lot of people who have the kind of success that you have right now. And, uh, you know, they would have completely different kind of image that they put out and they would treat people differently and stuff like that. So, like, how do you sort of maintain that to ensure that, hey, you know what? While I have a very strong image, but at the same time, the other person that I'm meeting, I'm not going to put that person, look down upon them. Yeah, 100%. What I, I would say I'm smart, uh, first of all. And um, I am arrogant 
I don't know how to define it. First of all, uh, what I mean to say is, I have a very big image of myself. Um, I am a big person. I do big things. I do everything that is big. I don't ever crack self-depreciating jokes. I never put myself down. I never like put guilt in myself or negativity in myself. And that's how I've been for the past six or seven years. And um, that does not mean that when I meet a person who, uh, let's say, has less experience than me. So I understand that I have worked for this. It is not like I have spent eight years like grinding day in and day out and then I have become the person I am right now. So I understand when I meet a person that he has not worked that much. He has not put in that effort. He has not done things like, like how I have done. So I understand he has the same potential, but like he's not there yet. So I respect the person for who he is. But also I understand that at this point of time, I have a leverage. So um, I don't put them down, but I try to bring them up to the level where I am. And when I see a person who has worked even more than me or who has more experience than me, then I try to take from his self-image and his, and I, I try to be a student. Just like we say in India, when you're a student. So I believe in that. I Whenever I'm with a person who I can learn from, maybe some, sometimes it, it's even below me. Sometimes a person who is, let's say when I say below me, uh, less experience uh, or less work done than what I've done. So um, maybe he's experienced in some other thing that I can learn from. Maybe he has more experience with family or more experience with, um, let's say, having friends, for example, <laughs> which I don't have much. So um, I try to learn from that. I think that's why it is not a problem because I, the self-image is very, very big and people and did realize you always that? have this uh, self-image? I think, yes. I have always had a big self did you always think that you were a special child even when you were in your school that hey you know what all of these guys not in a comparative state like but hey you know what? but i am something special like i have bigger better things to build or do i would say most of my adult life i have had a big self-image but it was not there when i was uh, let's say till my eighth standard i think that was because i was um when i was in school i was maybe to some extent what you would call bullying or maybe people try to put me down uh, all the classmates uh, and even my um, my mother used to scold me and uh, when I didn't get good marks and she used to like like India is common it's not like a big deal but I don't know it suppressed me to some extent and then I was not like this mm. but uh, over a period of time I don't know why my mother stopped she stopped saying anything. She just let me be free. Mm. And that's when the automatic change happened. I don't know why she did that. Mm. But I'm very, very grateful that she understood who I am. Ever since then, I have had a big self-image. Because I've always did things where I was pushing myself. Mm. So, yeah. To say that you don't have self-doubt would not be correct, right? So, when you have something like that, when you doubt yourself or when you feel that, hey, you know what? Am I as good? And do you feel that? And if if so, then how do you sort of then recondition? Or what do you tell to yourself to get back to this zone of like, hey, you know what? I'm already doing a lot of stuff. And, you know, this is who I'm meant to be. What do you mean by self-doubt? Is it like insecurity? 
if i'm above that person or if i will be able to do that thing if or not i'll be able to do it or not more on like doubting your own i think that's that's the most stupid question you can ask because our mind works on questions i think whatever we can think in this brain is possible this brain is wired in a way that you cannot think what is not possible let's take for example a dog a dog cannot think of starting a business because his brain is wired in such a way an elephant can't think about flying because he is wired in such a way if i can have a thought whatever thought i can have maybe going to the solar system putting everything on fire putting mars on fire let's say uh, invading the solar system or traveling in time all of this is possible we haven't just done it yet whatever was possible flying for a human being was not possible physically but we built planes so everything that we can think of is possible so i never think if i can do it or not i just assume i i can do it i just ask my brain the question how it can be done that is the only question i ask i never ask myself if i can do it or not i just ask myself how can i do it and my brain just gives me answers and that is how it has always been and uh, whatever the biggest question that i ask my brain it gives me if if i ask my uh, my brain the question can i do it or can i not the answer is yes or no and you would spend a lot of time thinking about it and what if the answer is yes what if the answer is no it doesn't even matter like the process is the fun part maybe i might not be able to do it but in the process of trying to reach that goal i'll do so many more amazing things so um if i aim towards let's say if i ask my brain the question can i go to the solar system and time travel the answer might be no but if i try doing that if i try day in day out trying to time travel and go to mars i might figure out some other business ventures that might make me 100 billion dollars so i don't think that's a stupid question to ask i don't think anybody should ever ask themselves if they can do it or not they should just assume they can do it and just do it no i think that's a really you know good perspective but a lot of people and i want to understand from you where did you get that mentality was it the influence of your parents or maybe some friends or maybe some people that you you know you idolized or because you know uh, a lot of us do feel do doubt and there's like a immense self doubt that a lot of people play on right hey you know what am i any good at all like for instance as a content creator to think that hey is my content even adding any value to somebody or what i'm doing is even is it even making any impact in someone's life or like hey whatever i have done so far is it even all worth it or whatever right so maybe having that imposter and this is something that a lot of people feel and it's not easy like you said to say that hey you know what don't ask that question just assume that you can do it but like if you if you can trace back on your own journey where do you think you we would have possibly picked or maybe developed this or you were innately uh, you know you always believe that hey you know what anything that i can think i can achieve i have curated everything that my life has so it was not an accident it was not i won't say it's god given i realized i was a negative person i just looked at myself consciously in the mirror and realized that i am a loser and it is a very tough thing to say to yourself because most people are not winning in life and they want to look themselves in the mirror and say like i am a winner but i had not done anything to call myself a winner mm. and i looked myself in the mirror and i realized that i am not where i should be 
that is the first thing i did over a period of time i being brutally honest with yourself yeah being very conscious and being very very honest with myself and i realized that because i saw people who are more popular than me or who are have done things a lot better than me i think i think that's the first step i can't pick a moment where it happened but i think it happened when i just started exploring myself what i can do what my possibilities are what are the things i'm good at and then i realized i'm not good at a lot of things so um yeah that was the first step i think when you realize where you stand things become easier things become you have a pathway to go to so um i realized all the people around me were negative every person who was like trying to bully me or get something something out of me there were not a lot of people who were like uplifting um to some extent and um including a lot of my relatives and um, a lot of people who you don't want to break ties with and i think people get comfortable they all realize who their friends are uh, who they should let go they all know uh, just like working out it's easy to get a good body you have to work out and you have to eat the right things there is no special formula just like that life is very simple everybody knows that you should be around the five best people you can have but like nobody does it because it's very comfortable to be around friends and relatives that you have always been with so i just like started introducing better things in my life and it's difficult to subtract but it's easier to add so i just kept on adding great things i added uh, acting i added um uh, i added working out i added exercise i added football i added acting and uh, design and entrepreneurship i started working for ngos and i filled my life with a lot of positive things and the friends and the parties and all the relatives and all of that just subtracted themselves automatically because i didn't have time for them and eventually that became my whole life i just added positivity into my life and it was a conscious choice step by step every day i chose the positive growth life in everything i did and i questioned everything is it adding to my life or is it subtracting to my life and i i, I keep it very binary and that's how i started and it was a process it was like a one or two year process but maybe because i did all of that things have worked out and i and still is like i don't have a lot of friends very few friends very few people i interact with i talk very less to people i don't find uh useful like useful as in like who are positive and growing and uplifting it's hard to pe- find people like that and uh, so when you do all of this when you only have positivity in your life and you only have successful people in your life there is no doubt you become a winner and that's who i am and uh, i win now i think that's a really practical tip out there for people who are listening because it all begins with understanding yourself and going deeper within yourself and being brutally honest with yourself saying that hey you know what like and a lot of us unfortunately we lie to ourselves because facing truth is too hard you know and and it takes a lot of courage for you to stand in front of mirror and say that hey you know what you are loser and not stop there like but i can change that but i can take actions to you know build from here and grow from here um let's get back to very early on in your life so what are some of the traits that you think you mentioned about your mother uh, you know allowing you to be as yourself after a certain point of time but if there were few things that you would say hey you know what i think those are few traits that i use today whether in my content creation or whether in my business 
that probably I could have learned from my mother or maybe from your father, maybe a few traits, a couple of traits from each of them, if you can pick them. This one thing I learned from my mother is how to make the hard choices. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes the right thing to do is, is the hard way, but like always thinking long term. And um, that's what I learned from my mother. And she's very caring, but at the same time, she's very, she has a very strong personality. What I learned from my father was keeping people together, which I didn't learn good enough. <laughs> Uh, because yeah a lot of friends have been left out but um but i think that's the cost of success that you have to pay i i i chose it hmm. and i think the ethics and morals of my parents are very strong they rarely ever lie they have a very trustworthy relationship they're very strong on their ethics that's what i have learned but um i think that was necessary and they let me be who I was so so they didn't bind me to some extent maybe they tried but but they understood who I was understood that for me to grow I have to be free and to maybe like they put the foundation in me and then just let me go and they never stopped me from like um they never stopped me from anything like coffee uh, sare parents are like don't drink, don't smoke, don't do this, don't do that, stay in home and all of that. They never did say anything like this. They just set an example by action. My father never smoked, never drank. My mother never did anything. So I think the ethics and morals were very strong. I'm not saying I don't smoke or drink, but like it's not a part of my lifestyle. That's what I would say. A lot of positive things from my parents, but there were things that I had to remove also that were being taught to me around money around um, entrepreneurship, around the salaries part, around how should I think about um, my career. All of that, I had to erase also. So it was not like everything was nice and perfect. Yeah, but of like, course. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about unconditioning that you had to do around money. Like what were the things that were taught to you, not necessarily only by your parents, but also people around you or maybe friend circle and stuff like that? What was like that the biggest unconditioning that you think you had to do around the topic of money? Because a lot of people don't get uncomfortable even just to have a conversation around money, right? And that's how, and, and also a lot of parents do pass on their belief to the kids. And, you know, that's something that I um, recall that my parents try and do, right? Um, I remember when I was very young. Um, so we didn't have a lot of money. And uh, I, you know, when I told my mom, but hey mom, you know what? When I grow up, I don't want to work for anyone. I want to start my own business. And that was my mother laughed at me. You know, she laughed at me and said, do you even know like for you to start a business, you need a lot of money. And because that's something that her you know, thought process was. But for somehow, I don't like I believed whatever saying that, hey, you know what? But I know that I'm going to make it happen. That's your belief. And similarly, like there was there was so many other beliefs that my father very strongly believed in, but which I saw completely differently, uh, you know, things. Um, so are there particular, uh, you know, unconditioning that you had to do around the topic of money? I heard a saying that my uh, parents uh, used to say, okay, like, um, just keep on studying, don't worry about the money and don't think about money too much. And um, a lot of things were like, just keep on working hard, don't worry about the money. And there was a tangent that 
was there in my family nobody used to talk about money my parents never talked about money in front of me uh, nobody used to like it was like a hidden thing that you have to like only use discuss in some areas or some that was not not a good way to go about money like you should the only way to learn about something is to talk about it is to learn about it is to see it is to experience it so like that is the same for money just like you can't make a good body without working out you have to exercise cash flow you have to understand how money works you have to do business to understand how to make money majority of our population i don't think they even know how money works um they just put it in their bank account and they don't even know how the bank is using their money and what is happening to that money nobody knows how mutual funds work nobody knows i think majority of the population they know money by salary they know ki like we just work and somehow the company pays us salary that's all they know and that is a very comfortable life for most people i am not that person i spent my time understanding money and it was a very hard thing for me to do it it sounds simple for a lot of people but i tried making money i tried doing things to get money i tried to understand how to make money i tried to talk to people who make money and um, in india it's it's like a tangent where if you're making money you are evil somehow i don't know yeah. why um rich people are evil and that's one of the you know big sort of belief a lot of people do hold dearly and i i don't know how like if you put someone as evil you will never learn anything from it hmm. so um i never i i don't buy into that philosophy i i believe everybody is right and wrong and uh, the people who are poor or also right and wrong the people who are rich also have negatives and positives so i try to take in the positives from everybody that's what i try to do so um i understood and i'm not still not maybe like very well known about money and uh, a lot of things but i understand the basics i understand the basics of how money works how the bank uses my money how am i getting interest loans how savings work how investments work how the basics of money work that's what i know and just knowing that will make you rich that's what i understand whatever you're doing if you're dancing you would understand you only get money when people pay you to watch if if you're dancing in a room you you won't make money if you have to to make money you have to organize a concert or something where you dance and people pay you money for that you just have to give value and charge people for it that's the basic mechanics of money um and most people don't understand that and um, uh, they don't know they just feel like if they do what they love don't do what you love <laughs> do what you hate <laughs> uh, don't do what you hate but like to make money to be successful you have to do what is needed and not what you love i did not do what i love i for the majority part of my life i had to do what is needed and that is the only way you make money because what is needed in society is the only thing people will pay for and when people pay for it that is the only way you make money so um huh. yeah so it it was like tutorials and all of that it is the best way to do anything is just practice it just like try doing business like try to take a toffee and try selling it uh, try just like making a painting and selling it just try doing anything like whatever you know singing dancing 
and try to make money off it. You'll realize how hard it is and how it works. So uh, the best way is to practice making money and you will realize uh, how to make money. Hmm. Continuing on that, uh, if you were to say like, hey, you know what, for anybody who want to make money, there are three skills that you need to pick up. Not necessarily like technical skills and stuff like that, but money making skills or maybe something that can help them sell, like you said, right? So three skills that can really help people, uh, you know, make a lot of money. Or maybe you can say like, when I learned these three things, that really helped me make a lot of money. First thing is understanding what is money? That is the first thing. Uh, I think people have to understand. Money is not some magical paper that can just come into your bank account. It is exchange of value. You give value, you get value. And that is that is what money is. So people have to understand what money is. Like when you're giving something and you're getting back in return, it, it was like in barter system. But that's the basic definition of what I have understood. And maybe... There's like better definitions, but like I, I know the basics, so I can tell you that. The second thing I understand about how to make money is understand people. Mm. Only when you understand your customer and the audience and the people you are involved with, because people are the only thing that makes money. Like you can't, a robot can't make money. As simple as that. So um, when you understand how people work, how their brains work, how, what they want, what they don't want, what they're attracted to, in, like in India, if you want to make money and you go into the education sector, that's the best way to make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you go into a sector like, let's say the finance sector, like you understand what is like in India, if you want to make money, you have to go into an area that has money. Mm-hmm. Like if you are making clothes, if you make marriage clothes, you will make more money. If you're making a course, if you make an IIT JE course, you'll make more money because that's how people are at. So understanding people is, uh, that's the way, best way you'll able to, able to position yourself to make more money. Because if you sell like any other clothes, you won't make a lot of money. But if you normal, you'll make You'll make Just like basics. And mm. uh, the third thing is sales. Mm. Um, like how to sell. Uh, and sales is like, that is something I am also not amazing at, but uh, I understand that you have to give them what they want and like essentially basic sales marketing social media and how to present your product, how to make a website and all of that. Like there's different ways to sell different products. Sometimes you have to knock on the door. Sometimes you can make a website and sell on social media. So, Three things. Um, that's what I would break it down to. Mm. Congratulations, by the way, on successful launch of Layers. I have ordered mine. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, it's already shipped out. So, <laughs> so um, when you think of an idea, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to you uh, might have an idea uh, for any of the business that they want to do. What is your process of validating that idea to say that, hey, you know what, probably this is what my audience needs? Whenever the idea is what I think about it is, like I've done things that have been a different way. The best things that we have, that have worked for us um, are when the idea started from the audience. When the audience, we realized that the audience wants this and we figured out how to create it and how to uh, sell it. I, that's how I think the best ideas have worked for us. So uh, skins are not something that we were going to make people started asking 
for uh, why don't you make something for our phone why don't you do something cool why don't you do design something like that and these were the questions that we got from the audience and we understood what is the current need ki like where is where are gaps in the market because people are making cases uh, but the cases are very bland the cases of market is also not very uh, nice to be honest like it's not compiled one brand doesn't own the cases wala market but you understand there is no good skins brand who's making like very good quality skins and uh, we understood if we make that product we would be the best in the world if we put in the effort and it's easier to be the best in the world in that category because there's not a lot of competition so we realized that and we realized what our leverage is uh, our leverage is marketing so the best ideas i think for us have come from the audience we understood the audience so well and what they wanted and then we started creating the product and i think it's the other way around for most a lot of not successful businesses they first create the product and they figure out yaar ye kis ko chahiye or like which sector of the audience is wants it and try to figure out a marketing strategy and target audience and all that uh, i think it's better if you start from the audience and go backward but you've been creating on youtube and you were making decent amount of money from youtube comfortable you know brands and stuff like that then what was the need for you to now thinking of getting into entrepreneurship and said that hey you know what i want to create products and stuff like that so where did, where you know does that desire to create products comes from i wanted to create products before youtube i just didn't have like to create a great product because i wanted to create great great product i did create products in the starting of my career but they were <laughs> they were not good products uh, they were essentially sourced uh from somewhere and we just put a label and it, it was not it, they were not good product we wanted to create great products but we realized to create a great product you need a lot of setup to create a product that is the best in the world you need a good setup i look at it one way what i want i want to make people creative and i want them to explore and i want them to expand and grow and that is the whole goal of this company and we want to do that through content or digital products or physical products so i wanted people to to be able to hold a product and it inspires them daily and it like when you see it you feel creative you feel that colorful nice energy so when we decided like uh, this layers dot shop uh, we decided we we wanted to inspire people and give people uh, what they want so i want to do everything that i can to fuel this vision so this is the only thing that is uh, very rigid everything else is malleable so if we feel like um, it can be done better with another product or uh, a, a different channel or uh, let's say a school or something like that we would do it we would uh, not shy away from it but that's the whole goal we want to make people creative and help them explore and grow and do amazing things in life so when it comes to growth like what's your overall perspective on like always looking for the next level right like i said right you could have stopped there you could have said like oh you know what i'm a comfortable thing i have a team and stuff like that i'm doing uh, you know but then you were constantly seeking for the next uh, what's next for me what's the next level for me so what really 
goes on a head when you are doing do you get bored when you're doing one thing for too long or and then you constantly look for something new to do because as a creative person then you are constantly looking for new things to get inspired and you know someone asked me uh, a question in my team i've been creating content for the past 10 years and you're asking the same question uh, hmm. it's like how have you been able to create content for so long don't you get bored yeah when do you because he also was making videos uh so i asked him when do you uh make videos so he said i make videos when i uh, want to make videos or when i feel like making videos and i asked him what happens when you don't feel like making videos he said i don't make videos i told him i make i make videos even when i don't feel like it so um 70 or 80% of the time i don't feel like doing what i'm doing but i do it because it's needed and uh, it has to be done um because i'm doing it for the audience and there's a vision that is fueling everything i don't feel like working out when i wake up i just do push up whatever i do i won't i it's not like i'm in love every day when i'm doing everything i, I just do it i think it's a necessity it fuels the people who i'm creating content for it uh, fuels the life of people who are in this company and um, it does not matter how i am feeling i just do what's necessary and uh, as long as it aligns with the vision uh, and it creates a big impact i would keep doing it mm. and um, uh, maybe it's videos right now maybe if there is something that creates a bigger impact then i would be doing that also so yeah um i don't rely on happiness to do what i need to do i get fulfilled when i meet people who have uh, watched our videos and um, they feel nice but yeah um so i don't worry about too much about being happy or mm. sad or uh, in a certain emotion i just do it mm. so a lot of people who are listening this and uh, also this is a bit of a personal question as well how do you ensure that you are disciplined with what needs to be done like you said you make videos because that needs to be done right so what needs to be done is one aspect so are there any processes or maybe what is it that you really do which makes you disciplined in this like let's say one thing if i say like making videos and ensuring that that video goes every single week without fail i am not disciplined okay mm-hmm. <laughs> discipline is not something that i would want to connect with i, mm. I am very lazy i am not very regular i am late majority of the times uh, anyone who watches our videos or or follows our channel they you they would know that i used to upload like at 12 at night or for like the major and people i for like 6 months i uploaded videos after 12 o'clock at night and everybody was trying to figure out what is this algorithm thing he's trying to do by uploading after t- <laughs> just i'm like i just figure out i make a video at 9 and it upload at 12 but um so um i'm not a disciplined person mm. um i am a very obsessive person so when i realize i have to do do this i just go after it that's mm. how my life has been i can't be very disciplined or i can't set like aadhe ghante mein ye karunga and after half an hour or 5 minute or this i'll do that or this but like i just 
realize I have to go in this direction and it is important. And I get obsessed by it. And step by step by step, I just keep doing it. And uh, I try to set like routines. Maybe in the morning I wake up, I just have things set up. Like, let's say if I want to work out, I try to make the workout easier. I try to set up my shoes uh, so I can like go in the morning and and uh, work out. And for doing the things that I have to do, I spend the most amount of money. So I I have the best running shoes in the, like whatever the best running shoe is, I would buy that for my workout. Whatever the best protein shake is, I would buy that. I would want to go to the best gym. I would want to get the best trainer. So currently I'm uh, going to train with um, Rithik Roshan's trainer. Not a lot of people know this, but Chris Gethin, he's an amazing person. So whenever I'm doing something that I should be doing, I want it to be in the best surrounding. And that's why we have this studio and all the amazing people working with and us. And it because- shows, yeah. Because it motivates you. It pulls you. When you have the best things in a positive direction, I think that pulls you. Yeah, I don't shy away from spending money in directions that are um, like towards growth or positivity mm. or will help me improve my life. Mm. So that's how I do it. And it's it's a fun way to do it as well. If you have the best running shoes, you won't, would want to run. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, before we started recording, uh, you mentioned that one of the best or maybe the best investments that you have made is in your own personal growth. So if you were to recall some of the best personal growth or investment that you've made in yourself, what would be a few of those investments? And we'll try and decode like why you think investing in your own self can have much higher returns. First, like I want to know what are the, those things that, um, you know, which you think like, well, you know what, that was the best investment that I made in myself. First thing I would say, it in, in my personal experience. Don't save money. Saving money is for losers. Don't ever save money. Because money that you save, like it's value being wasted in a bank. If you give your money to the bank, the bank uses it to do something else. And I think like for the majority people, uh, like I'm not saying it for someone who has a billion dollars because he, he, there is no way he can like spend it all. But for majority of people, I think who's earning, let's say, I, I don't want to define a number, but like if you're just surviving on the money, you should not be saving money. You should invest all that money in yourself, your body and your mind. Mm. And initially it is the best investment that you can do. And I still do. I still invest a lot in my health, in my mind. What do you do when you say invest in my mind? The best investment I've ever made was... um in people and myself. So like when I say mind, it's like I try to learn things. I buy courses. I try to fix meetings with people that are very nice and I have to go there and like buy flights and all of that. And also let's say uh, to some extent I would buy meditation courses or uh, learn how to understand consciousness and all of that. And it's just like a way of trying to push myself and I spend money on that. And also my body, I try to work out and do things and um i think i can give you an example like this the best money i've spent are on things that like logically people won't understand like i I can give you an example let's say um there is a basketball that costs 10 lakh rupees and the feature of that basketball is it will improve your basketball game by one percent for me 
इट इज अ लाइबिलिटी इट इज द मोस्ट बुलशिट इन्वेस्टमेंट आई मेक बिकॉज इट इज वेस्ट ऑफ मनी बिकॉज आई डोंट प्ले बास्केटबॉल बट द सेम थिंग फॉर लेट्स ए लेब्रॉन जेम्स वुड बी द बेस्ट इन्वेस्टमेंट ऑफ हिज लाइफ बिकॉज वन परसेंट इन हिज गेम वुड गिव हिम आउटपुट्स ऑफ मिलियंस ऑफ डॉलर्स सो यू जस्ट हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड वॉट इन्वेस्टमेंट्स यू कैन मेक टू गेट मनी आउट ऑफ दम एंड यू हैव टू थिंक इन टर्म्स ऑफ मनी बिकॉज मनी इज वैल्यू तो फॉर मी आई बॉट अ कैमरा वेन आई कूडेंट अफोर्ड वन आई बॉट अ डी एस एल आर वेन आई हैड जीरो मनी आई टू लाइक गेट अ लोन फ्रॉम एन ऑल ऑफ दैट एंड लाइक गैजेट्स लाइक लेट्स एन आई फोन इट हेल्प्स अस क्रिएट बेटर कॉन्टेंट सो एनीथिंग दैट कैन पुश यू लेट्स ए बाइंग अ कोर्स और मे बी इवन अ मीटिंग विद अ पर्सन हु इज सक्सेसफुल यू हैव टू गो टू बॉम्बे एंड कम बैक और लेट्स ए इवन इफ यू आर प्लेइंग फुटबॉल यू हैव टू बाय द बेस्ट फुटबॉल बूट्स दैट यू कैन इफ यू आर मेकिंग वीडियोज जिस बाय वॉट एवर कैमरा यू कैन वॉट एवर इक्विपमेंट्स यू कैन जिस ट्राई टू पुश योर सेल्फ वेन इट कम्स टू वेन इट इज अ थिंग दैट यू वॉन्ट टू ग्रो टूवर्ड सो आई genuinely believe in saving money and like uh, not not saving money and spending and investing it in yourself and um when i said don't save money what i doesn't mean go out and start shopping all the stuff yeah, and stuff it, like that yeah. hmm. and it's just like even everything you do can be an investment if you're going out to eat uh, if you buy a burger it will make you unhealthy and then you will work less and then you will make less money it's not a good investment but if you buy a salad it will improve your health it will maybe like improve your thinking by 0.1% but it it is an investment and it, it will eventually make you money and uh, it will improve your lifestyle so everything that you can do can be either an investment or a liability and every time i'm spending money i try to understand if this thing that i'm doing right now if the money i'm spending right now will this make me money or will will i lose money when i do this so when i do that i also understand money better and i also understand because like when you are only making investments making an investment on your health is also a big investment people don't realize it buying a salad is an investment when you only make investments you eventually become rich and that's how i have uh, made money and it it was a conscious choice it was not an accident and uh, people can say like real estate and all of that i do buy real estate i do invest in stocks um no mutual funds or simple thing simple one rule for me i invest in what i know and most people don't understand mutual funds most people don't understand index funds if you don't understand something don't put your money into it because or take time to educate haan, yourself if you if you don't understand stock market don't put even 1 rupee into it like i think that's 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 a very loser thing to do just like putting money somewhere where you don't know what what's, what's happening yeah mm. i i don't do that i only invest in things that i know very well and if i don't know i understand it great stuff so much value in that um so do you think a lot of people don't know how much money that they want everybody wants money but defining that how much money do i need yeah um so i recently took an interview and i i asked this question um, i asked people what they want to do why they want to do it and a lot of people say i want to do it for the money mm. and i 
it's not a bad thing to say for me like okay no. you want to do it for money essentially you want more value in your bank but like how much money and most people can't answer that question and it's so like you are basing your life on this thing you are saying everything what you do in your life is for money but you don't know how much money you need i ask them how are you going to make that money or like uh, i ask them like try to help me with an answer like uh, 10 crores 20 crores 30 crores 50 crores 100 crores 1000 crores whatever the number is like ask yourself uh, how much and um, they give like very weird answers they give like i i want uh, like 50000 a month or some people say i want 1000 crores they give very weird answers and what i understand after speaking to them is they have not taken any financial decision in their life they have not spent any time understanding money or how money works and they have not exercised enough they have not spent enough time doing sales or understanding people or doing anything that has to do with money but they just want money it's like just having a dream and not knowing how to get there it's just like i want to become the president but they don't even know what how to be the president so like if you don't know how to do it i i, I that's a very uh, weird way to go so i ask them the question ki, like how do you how much money do you want and uh, usually the answer is like 1000 crores i i tell them that if you want to make 1000 crores before if you're like before 30 like these are the list of people who are doing it who have done it and out of the 24 hours that they have in a day they are working 18 hours a day for 8 years and they have they have built teams and they have sacrificed everything for it uh, the people who have done it before 30 are you close mm. and these are the people who are working 3 hours a day mm. there is no possible way your actions don't match your dreams mm. and i think that's a very good way to look at it if you're if you if you are aiming that high you have to position yourself you have to do things that are very extraordinary so um when people say 1000 crores or 500 crores it's like just an inflated number and uh, i ask them what are you going to do with the money they tell me i want a car or bike or something like that and um uh, when i ask them what car what bike what what whatever it is and um that lifestyle is usually like uh 2 lakhs a month and i say like for making 2 lakhs a month you can just have uh let's say 3 or 4 crores in the bank and just live off interest and you don't need 1000 crores for that so uh, like people you have to understand what lifestyle that you yeah, want yeah. even do the back calculation yeah, of it yeah, mm. yeah it's it's easy like if if you understand how like how to make money how money works it it becomes easier but like yeah it's it's you have to put in a lot of effort yeah it's simple but not like just like work just like having six pack abs it's simple like you have to eat healthy and you have to work out just like that like making money is also simple but it takes time and it takes a lot of effort if you were to say hey you know what three life lessons that i have learned by creating youtube videos being in front of that camera what are the lessons that you've learned for your life that you can implement in your life or maybe that we all can learn from one thing that i've learned is there is no better fulfillment than when you give value or like when you give something to a large part of the audience and um that's what 
I have understood. Like when I do things and I meet people uh, who have like I I meet people who have skins on their phone and they just come up to me with their shining faces and they tell me how I have impacted their life and uh, what are the things that they are doing and all of that and mostly it's like creative people who are taking photos or making films or all of that and designing stuff i think it it's the best feeling in the world um i haven't had a feeling better than that mm. that is one feeling that i only think content creators can have because they feel like when people come to me the whenever i see them they already know you ha huh, they they feel like a friend yeah और भाई का हाल चाल एंड स्टार्ट आई डोंट थिंक दे वुड गो टू शाहरुख खान मी लाइक और भाई का हाल चाल इट्स लाइक बट लाइक व्हेन दे कम टू मी इट्स लाइक दे हैव अ वेरी पर्सनल कनेक्ट एंड अम द इंपैक्ट दैट वी आर ट्राइंग टू क्रिएट विद ईच वीडियो आई कैन सी दैट अम मैनिफेस्टिंग एंड दैट इज द मोस्ट ब्यूटीफुल थिंग आई हैव लर्न द अदर थिंग इज ऑडियंस इज एवरीथिंग सो व्हाटएवर वी डू वी ट्राई टू कीप द ऑडियंस अबव अस because that's the people we are doing it for whether we create a product or whether we create content and the third thing i've learned is criticism when you make content on youtube you get hate you oh, get by the way i've uh, seen comments saying that the youtuber with zero haters people comparatively think that you have much less haters as opposed to other creators but yeah <laughs> i don't know the comment section right now is like oh Hey, he, this guy exudes such positive energy or something like that. It's just copy-pasted comment. I don't know. Like it's it's a mess right now. Mm. But um, I I hundred percent think we have a lot of haters. I think like everybody on YouTube gets hate. Yeah. We just happen to be in a space where um we try to make positive content. But like handling hate and handling criticism is when it's like so many people are coming towards and hating you. it's like a tough thing to handle mm. and it it messes with you mentally uh, to some extent so i've tried to understand how it works and i've tried to define three categories for people so this this people who are very positive and uh, they just like everything is good you're doing amazing work and all of that i'm very happy thank you thank you so much um and for the second people they want to criticize and sometimes they might even curse mm. when they're criticizing mm. they might even like maa behan ki gali bhi de denge types mm. but they're doing they are saying maa behan ki gali to some extent it could be because i have done something wrong mm. maybe because i've clickbaited them yeah. maybe because they have bought a, uh, a product that was not good for them mm. and i try to understand that and uh, there's a lot of just because a person is cursing you does not mean he there is not anything that you can take from it so i try to understand that and the third type of people i think uh, these are the people who are just blatantly there to hate mm-hmm. everybody on internet and mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. like maybe i feel like ki yaar ho sakta hai mummy ne pitai kar di ho aur um, they don't have any other outlet and they just want to put that on the comment section towards me i'm happy to take that if mm. that makes them feel better mm. and because there's nothing that i can take away from it so i try to look at it very logically these are three types of people um, i 
find commenting and of course this fourth fourth one is bots <laughs> bots uh, can't take anything away from bots bots are very nice also no hate to bots please <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, yeah i mean my experience with online hate has been uh, very interesting because first i'm i'm sure like early on when you used to get hate all of a sudden you will take it all personal and feel that hey you know what where did i go wrong and you know you will start trying to go to the person's profile and see you know what this guy is up to and why is so much hate coming your way did i do something wrong and stuff like that and you know to some extent you start outing yourself as well right hey you know what uh like what's going on here and then over the period of time i realized that hey you know what if somebody just passing comment on, to you on internet and especially when they saw you for the first time and a lot of hate i see also comes first time they see you and when they don't know your story like somebody who follow you for a while who've been following you for a while who know your journey they know how much you've worked and they know you know there's so much that value that you provide to them and even if sometimes when you falter they're like audience is very you know forgiving in that sense is what i feel like you know they're very forgiving when you know something goes wrong they're like hey you know what he's also a human let it be like we can be kind to him right that's what like your loyal followers do and people who are loyal to you do but there are the kind of people who like you said right uh, who just are there either to hate or they feel like hey you know what? i could have been this person and i'm not doing anything this person is doing so much can i bring him down and like for instance i'll give an example one of one comment that came out like hey you know what i can do way better podcast than you host i'm said of course i have no doubt that you can do but the only difference is you are just typing on keyboard and i'm just picking this freaking microphone and talking to people you know i'm not saying i'm not being arrogant or anything but i'm just saying that the only difference is you and i completely honestly trust that you are way better than you know because i have my own journey and you are way better than i am i can i tr- completely believe that but the only thing is you are not picking the microphone take that first step so and i started with extreme compassion and you know when people like really put harsh comment one i will either laugh with them or put something very nice say really nice to them and then i have seen like by the time they go on the third comment they was like sorry bhai that was not the impression that i had about you i'm really sorry that's not what i meant right so but again like at the number of you know volume that you get maybe that not that's not possible but I, you know i said that a lot of people we all want that kindness and a bit of a compassion and when that can change is what you know how i feel and you know what's been my experience like i was in my uh, college i was living with a stand up comedian mm. and like i like jokes and the thing i don't respond to hate is why because like i think maybe they just they just want attention, attention because that's yeah. why they're hating if you want like at least be creative it's the same boring gali that you give maa behan wali all almost everybody like कुछ छिपकल इंट्रोड्यूस करो कुछ ऐसा अलग सा ऐड करो थोड़ा सा अटेंशन मिलो सो इट्स नॉट इवन फनी तो दैट्स लाइक ठीक है लाइक इट्स आदत हो गया थोड़ा बट लाइक आई थिंक इफ इफ यू वांट टू हेट आल्सो या एंड इफ यू कैन बी अ लिटिल बिट मोर क्रिएटिव आई थिंक दैट वुड बी अ नाइस वे टू गो लाइक सम फीडबैक फॉर हेटर्स या नो ऑल्सो लाइक फॉर इंस्टेंस वन इज लाइक आई कैन बाय यू स्किन एंड देन से दैट हे श्लोक द स्किन दैट यू क्रिएटेड इज लाइक you know then but i would want to I take feel, feedback yeah that. right so yeah. that is one the other kind of hater that we're talking about is like i just saw videos 
and then I have made my opinion without even bothering to check what you have to offer. And I'll go all over the internet and say that, and then, you know, say all kinds of things about the product or the service that you create. And that happens, you know, with a lot of people that you haven't experienced what I have to offer and you made your own judgment and you were putting it out there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's where I felt like, you know, when I said that, hey, you know what, by the way, these 15,000 other people who have bought skins from us are saying that they loved it. I think you should try one as well. <laughs> so, so, yeah, 100%. Um, I like criticism. Um, I think it drives us forward. Whenever there's like something um, we can improve on, I, I try to take it and uh, work on it. And because we have been constantly working on it, we get less and less, uh, less, less and less of it. Um, and I think that's been that. But I always try to ask people and ask people for feedback yeah. and criticism yeah. whenever I meet people in person mm. uh, who have been watching videos. So. But we need a lot of it. Um, uh, I would want people to criticize and put out the like whatever bad is happening on the channel. Like if you don't like editing style or anything, I would want people to say yeah. that. And mm. it's always helpful. It helps, yeah. yeah. It does, it does. So does this whole thing takes a lot of mental pressure? Like do you feel a lot of pressure? But everything that's going on, right? Like almost you are soon getting to 10 million. That's like one crore people, you know, uh, consuming your content. And uh, and then obviously you do have teams. Now you're building companies and building products and it comes with its own sort of challenges and stuff like that. How do you sort of stay sane? I, I would ask that question back to you. One question I would ask. What do you think is more stressful? Being jobless? and not having a job or working so hard on something that you believe in that you don't have any time. Mm. Of course, you would want to do something that you absolutely love and, you know, build what you're I'm building. asking like, wh which one do you think is most stressful? Not having a job is of course stressful, right? I, I would mm. agree. Yeah. Like, I would, I chose this. Mm. I chose everything I'm doing. <laughs> like, I, I choose every day to do whatever I can because like I have been where I don't have anything to do so I know what how stressful it is like not having a job is way way more stressful than working day and night on something that you believe in so um, yes there is a lot of stress there is a lot of pressure but I chose this I chose this pressure I chose the pain that comes with it but like I love it and uh, I do it every day. I am obsessed. And I, I think it is way, way better than doing, just sitting at home and watching movies or uh, just not doing anything or just doing, let's say, a normal job. So, yeah, uh, I don't have, I don't regret even 1%. I want to do this. I choose this every day. Why does it sound like, you know, your affirmation session is happening right here on the podcast? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Do you, do you, do you do the affirmations? That, that's, mm. uh, that's who I am. And it's the same thing. Uh, I am a person who believes in what I do. Mm -hmm. And um, I just want people to feel that intensity. I want to, want people to know that there is no negative in being, in doing what is necessary. And it, of course, there's a lot of pain and a lot of stress and all that. But like, I, I, I want to be in this position. I want to have all of this. I want to have all the money. 
this of course there's negatives that come with it but like it's way better than the other side it's way better than not doing anything it's way better than being poor so i want people to understand that this side is nice and uh, that's why i want to affirm that i want to make it very uh, i want to put it very strongly okay now with the whole wave of the creator economy coming into this and you said i want people to be in this side for somebody who's just starting out maybe quick few uh, things that you would say like pay attention to these three things and maybe in the longer run you will have success the best thing you can do is like um, there's a lot of free things that you can do that does not take any money you can understand the audience you can understand the audience you can understand content you can get a job as a uh, let's say a social media analyst or a research worker or a lot of jobs that pay really really well you can learn uh, metaverse or uh, blockchain development you can learn um, shopify development all of these categories where uh, like just try to understand the market ki where are gaps where people are not able to find good employees if you want to get a job and uh, just understand the market because like everybody is coding so like it's nice to learn to code and uh, you would get a nice job if you learn to code but if you're a blockchain developer and people are out here are trying to hire blockchain developers and they're not able to find you would have to work very less to get a job as a blockchain developer uh, because like i i for us finding people in the social media space who understand content it's it's very hard so if if someone knows content in and out Uh, you you are very likely to get a job or you are very likely to start a business just understand the chessboard just understand the situations and just try to do uh, what what there is need for if you try to do ev- what everybody else is doing it's like you might get a job might not get a job but like try to do what not everybody else is doing where the need is there not like just try to maybe like i'm not giving a good example but like if you just out of random try to do let's say um hip hop pop locking dance for yourself just because no one else is doing it won't work but maybe it can if you can turn it into a business but like if you try to understand what the need of the society is which nobody is fulfilling and you do that it will make you money and everything so this is free anyone can do that anyone can go on the internet like uh, 100 rupees ka data pack lena padega but like you can do it for free most of the things you can do on your mobile so awesome all right on that note i've got quick few questions which is like you can answer really quickly uh-huh, okay. 100%. so what inspires you to do everything that you do a lot of people have asked me this question it is a tough question to answer maybe i just want to see what is the best what is the best that can be done and what are the limits of this body and mind what what is the biggest best thing that i can create and um just pushing that limit is uh, something that just like exploration um creation exploration and uh, what fulfills this journey is the feedback or uh, uh, the people that get connected and uh, give it back so i think it's at the end of the day it's just want to expand the horizon i want to explore what is the biggest value that i can create for this world and just to create the biggest impact like at the end i want to turn the whole world positive not not uh, positive and creative 
not a short answer but sorry <laughs> no worries if you were to do this all over again what are the three things that you would have done differently or maybe started early i would have spent more money hiring people a lot faster and learning from them that's that's the first thing i, I would have done and if i were to go back and tell shlok i would just say you're right ലഗാരെസ്റ്റോറിയോ if you are if we have the mentality of saying that hey you know what i can go and do whatever i can think of i can actually go and i, th- I think this is this is like when nobody yet and this is just the just base the beginning hmm. of what we are doing yeah, yeah and right now people might not be able to understand it but like the things that we are going to do will be way bigger than what people can think of us right now so um that's that that right there the hunger to do more and be more and like you said pushing your limit like really makes who you are you who you are and that's really powerful so last question imagine you are standing on a stage and this is the largest stadium that has ever been built in the history of the world and there are millions and millions of people on that stadium and you have been invited on the stage and you've been given only 1 minute of time to share the most important lesson that you have learned in your life what would be your message the message would be truth absolute truth i think it is very binary this either it can be true or it cannot be true truth has power i improved my life when i looked truly at myself when there was truth in my words when there was truth in um, what i did when everything that you're doing is true to who you are and like everything is true there is a certain alignment i don't know what i can call it but it is very powerful and it is the most powerful thing that i've experienced so i never lie if i want to say something that i don't want to i just say i don't want to say and there is no what i think and what i say and what i do it all is very aligned because when i say i want to do let's say make a thousand crores or this or that or whatever my body and my mind and every part of who i am is true to that goal so like truth is the most powerful thing that i've experienced and um i think when people experience it is the most simple thing but it is the most powerful thing most people can't be true all the time they have people who are not true they have uh, surroundings that are not true they do things that are not true to them they say things that are not true to them they think something they even in their thoughts they're not true to who they are so i think when you chase that in every part of who you are um you become very different and uh, there is a lot of intensity in what you do so that's the most powerful thing uh, i've learned 
this has been such a great conversation shlok thank you so much for taking this time out today yeah thank you hey thank you so much for listening to this conversation of the inspiring talk podcast i hope you really enjoyed this conversation if you are a regular listener of this podcast i want you to send me a voice note sharing how this podcast is helping you what are you learning from this podcast how is this podcast making any difference if at all i want to hear from you and also feel free to share any feedback or any suggestions that you have that can help me make this show better so that i can serve you better bring you more insightful conversations and when you take that time to send the voice note it feels really special like for instance this week samir jain a regular listener sent me this voice note hi vijay thank you for inspiring talk and uh, whatever episodes you are putting in this is amazing amazing work that you are doing helping a people lot of people like me and uh, building a kind of a community which inspires every morning when i wake up the first thing i would like to hear is your podcast the podcast with uh, avinash singh that you have recently done is amazing it's it's how good uh, he has explained it and the kind of the questions that you have put to him is amazing keep up the good work three cheers to you and the inspiring uh, talk thank you so much samir for taking time to send this note if you too would like to get featured or want to send a note all you got to do is visit theinspiringtalk.com forward slash speak that is theinspiringtalk.com forward slash s-p-e-a-k speak I'm waiting for your voice note you can find me on Instagram and YouTube at the rate bijay speaks that's b-i-j-a-y s-p-e-a-k-s thanks again for listening to this episode I'll catch you in the next now go out there and do something inspiring